Okay. Sorry, this is late this week. I had a crazy week this week. And Bert Cast had the studio all day today. And so I didn't get to get to Halston until late tonight. And my cat's in here. Sorry, Gus. Um, but I think it's a fun podcast. We have Isla in the beginning. We have Bert join us. And then Halston's fiance, Brooklyn, joins us. And then she leaves. And then Bert leaves. And then Halston talks. And then I leave. And it's just all scattershot this week. It's a scattershot. But it was fun. We talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about Britney Spears. We talked about my and Bert's wedding. We talked about your wedding, Halston's wedding. Um, we talked about, we watched our dogs fight. Not really fight, but play. But Bert thinks they're really fighting, but they're not. They're just playing. Um, but I want to say thank you for the questions that I'm getting for Mikkel. So I'm going to try to get him on the podcast for next week. It may not be next week's podcast, but I'm going to try. So if you have any more questions, mm-hmm. you can send it to Leanne at wifeotp.com. You can go on the website, wifeotp.com, and send an email through that. You can direct message me on my Instagram, which is at L Kreischer. Um, any questions for Mikkel, you can leave messages on YouTube and I'm going to compile them and ask the, the best ones that we probably won't be able to ask all the questions. Hello. Oh, do you want to say hi? Okay. Come here. Come here. I know. Do you want to say hi in my intro? Okay. It's Gus Gus. He says hi. Yummy meow, meow. So we probably won't be able to get to all of your questions from Mikkel, but I'll try and I appreciate them. There's some good ones. So I look forward to hearing what he has to say. But thank you for coming back next week. Again, thank you for your patience that this one is so late. I'm sorry. It's my fault. Um, And um, I hope you enjoy it. And if you do, you can tell somebody about it. That'd be awesome. And have a good Valentine's Day. (laughs) I rode my bicycle past your window last night. I want her to sit next to me. No, I'm going to go inside in a minute. Sneaking. You want to sit in the chair with me for a minute? Come on. Oh, sit next to her. Here, right here. Come snuggle time. We're going to talk about your cookie selling. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, my girl. Did you sell out of cookies? Um, Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. Well, cookie sales are different this year. They're all done online. Yeah. So I guess you can just sell as many as you want. Right? All right. Wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about your cookies. We'll talk about, come sit right here. Just sit here. I want to go. Okay. Hi, Halston. Hello, Isla. So what award did you just win with Girl Scouts? Uh, silver wall. Oh, the light <laughs> fell. 
technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Is it? I think the cord's too tight. I think I pulled it on the microphone. Thank you, Ida. Oh, that's very bright. Let's it's it so down. dark without it. Wow. <laughs> right? I got Double lights too. Light, huh? I finally have lights over here too. It was just not working. Mm-hmm. So what award did you win? Uh, the Silver Award. The Silver Award. And what did you do to earn the Silver Award? Um, uh, we wrote a cookbook. A cookbook? Thing. Yeah, a cookbook. And what else? It's more than cooking. Um, it was a cook. Well, I worked on the cooking section. <laughs> and then it was also like camping mm-hmm. things. Right, you're yes. making me nervous. I am. It was yeah. a, a camping guide for girls, right? Yeah. It was awesome. So, cook, things you can cook while you're camping. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just put a can of beans on the fire. No. <laughs> what would happen? Uh, it would probably explode. It would explode. I think okay. you're right. What was your favorite thing that you have? You tried the things that you cooked. No, you that's not true. Them? We made the tortilla soup and we went camping. Yeah, but we didn't try everything. No, you didn't try everything. Which ones did you like? Which ones are like top ones? Um, I like the tortilla soup one. It was actually really good. Besides, it was like really spicy though. It was really good. This is a COVID test. Oh, she sees this on the on the desk. Oh yeah, negative COVID test for the podcast stuff. So I'm very proud of you for winning your, or you didn't win it. You earned your silver Mm -hmm. award. It's a big deal. Yeah. Was it a lot of work? It was. It took a lot of time. It took like like three or four months. It took a while. Is it okay if I post it on my website? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's a downloadable. Well, you have to ask the troop. Oh, I guess I should ask the troop. I should ask the whole troop. But um, if I can, then I will. They wrote it all themselves. It was a downloadable two-volume camping guide. One volume has camping essentials, and the other volume has uh, camping, like, fun stuff, Mm -hmm. like songs and whatever. Wait, what's some of the fun stuff? What's some of the fun stuff Um, in your camping guide? Have you started? Yeah. Am I on this, too? (laughs) With no pants? I'm wearing pants. (laughs) You're not. There are – what's in your uh, camping guide that's Um, fun? There are songs that you can sing and um, like F is for friends who do stuff together. Um, no, I don't, I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't work on that, but they're Girl Scout songs, yeah. Okay, and yeah, like a listen and repeat song. A lot of those, yeah. My name is Isla, yeah, no, but maybe Bella, yeah. All right, all right, all right, jump in. Jump in. Introduce yourself. That one? No. My name is Isla. Yeah. There were suggestions for downtime activities. She can work on that one. And sometimes if I eat pizza. Are you leaving? I shit my pants. Where's the chair? Where's the little stool for me? Right there underneath the heater. Oh, he's sitting the little stool. I'm usually on this. I'm usually sit on this side table. You think that's going to be okay for you? We'll see. No way. No, no, no. There's another side thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you could you could pan this so that we're both in the shot. Well, Isla was with me, okay. so I didn't need oh. to pan it for you. Um, How you like that chair over there, big boy? This really sucks. It does, doesn't it? This is where I sit during meetings on this hard ass. And this pod, we're podcasting right now. No, we're just hanging out. 
Can I tell you what I really want to add to my life is edibles. Yeah. You are so exhausting. Let me tell you why. <laughs> you talk a big game. Oh, really? Every day about something. You have been saying, you know what you need to add to my game? Edibles for years, but you don't. I know I don't. I'm scared of them. You're Every so time I've taken edibles, I remember one time I took edibles and I woke up with searing anxiety. Guess what happens when you don't take edibles? You wake up with searing, searing anxiety. anxiety. <laughs> Guess what happens when you drink? You have searing, searing anxiety. anxiety. Guess what happens when I eat poorly? My stomach goes sideways and I have searing, searing anxiety. anxiety. And seething with searing anxiety. And you know what I did today? I was treating myself and I ate two Fiber One bars. Oh, you're so That's why dumb. I was farting you're so aggressively. So when do you think all couples fart and shit in front of each other? We did from the beginning. I haven't, I haven't yet. Why? We're this four part? years in. You are cray cray. We've, we've been living with each other for like three years, over three years now. Do you Never. say stuff like, I'm going to go take a shit? So what do you do if you have to fart? We don't. You, you don't ever fart? No. Ooh, I, <laughs> I just I go in the other room if I have to. Oh, you guys have a fart couch and wait. you just plant them in there. Okay, wait, I got to dig this up a little bit. Yeah. Do, what is the negativity about a fart? Um, just gross. Why is it gross? I think that it's gross. I feel like maybe I'm traumatized a little bit, and this sounds dramatic, but I really feel this in my heart. My dad is a fart machine. He <laughs> has constantly farted my whole life. Every 10 minutes, there's something seriously wrong with it. Like I've never known anyone who farts as much as him. He's known as the fart guy to his, like at the cop station. Known as the fart Here guy. comes the fart guy. He's always been the fart guy in the military. Like it's just like a noise that comes out of him that everyone's like, but does it yeah. smell? Does he have smelly farts? Um, no, no. Mm -mm. no. But he used to fart on me when I was a kid and all that stuff. And I just, I don't like it. <laughs> oh, my dad used to watch TV in his recliner. And when he had to fart, he would raise one leg like this and his arm would go, ah. <laughs> oh. I mean, farting can I, can is I tell you, very normalized. Can I tell you what fucking killed, killed Isla one time? I said, hey, pull my finger. She goes, why? I said, pull it. And she pulled it, and I farted right when she did, and she fell apart laughing. <laughs> like, like it was the most genius gag she's ever seen in her life. <laughs> she's an easy target. I used I to get all the shit in public a lot back in the day. This is, before, this is before you could be canceled for shitting in front of a group of people or shitting on a pizza box to win an election. There's a lot of things that I have straight up published that I should be canceled for. You would have been filmed. People would be on their phones posting to their stories. Oh, I would have gone viral. Man, I lived I lived in a blessed, blessed, blessed world that allowed me to fuck up as a kid and not, I mean, my young boys now don't get that. Yeah. And I'm not saying like hurtful things, hateful things. Just I'm saying stupid, stupid things. things like, yeah. like Dan, there's a picture of me in a thong, a woman's thong in a sorority and I... Oh, I think I've seen this picture. Yeah, and I I just walked in to the sorority and uh, stripped for them, and they hadn't asked for it. I just went, I right, hold on. I'd like to make an announcement. I'd like to make an announcement. Whose birthday is it? And they were like, 
it's Jennifer and Kristen's. And I was like, happy birthday. And everyone's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And then I took my shirt off and then I took my pants off and I was in a woman's thong and they were crying. I'm sure certain girls were traumatized by it or triggered by it. But the fucking there's a picture and you can see the picture. And there are girls losing their fucking minds, laughing hysterically at like, who the fuck is this guy? Well, I think that's the problem is that we've lost our sense of humor in a lot of things. Some things oh, never what, should have. I know a sense what I want to talk about. I know what I want to talk about. You're right. Keep going. And this is such a great, great, great conversation. This is going to be a great podcast, Leanne. You think so? I already know. I already know because I can't talk to anyone about this. Okay. But you're right. People have lost their sense of humor. That's right. But here's what's interesting. Mm. We have the one, and I, you know, I don't celebrate wokeness. I think I, I try to stay, I try to stay just, just above. I try to stay groggy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, right? Pretty good, Austin, right? I like that. You know, you know, A little bit of sleep in the eye. I got sleep in my eye. <laughs> but there is a thing about like I don't woke's the bad word because that is that's been politicized. <laughs> but what's interesting is stop laughing at your own fucking joke. It was a good joke. It's not a great joke. It's not that great. <laughs> it really made me laugh. So does it matter? So but I still have a okay. sense of humor. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so, but there is a thing about when it comes to like hurting people's feelings, you're still laughing hysterically. <laughs> At your <laughs> mediocre joke. It was a good joke. You're groggy. Oh. Hi, Brooklyn. Hi. What are you How doing? Are you? I'm making dinner. Oh, what is that? Tell them what it is. Um, it's a special creation. It's um, it's pita bread and then uh, vegan turkey and peppers and. Have everything together. Sweet <laughs> potato like fries. Sweet potato yes. fries. Yeah, I'm not much of a cook. I just kind of pull everything that's together. Hey, congratulations! Oh, yes, congratulations! Thank you. Oh, oh, so exciting! So happy! That's yeah. awesome. Great. That's great. You guys are gonna love it. I know. Uh, Isla said, "Do you think they'll invite us to their wedding?" I said, I don't know. <laughs> I, no I mean, we would love it if you guys wanted to be there. Yeah, you we guys have to so go. Much. I mean, like, I don't want to go. As we but just we invited have to ourselves. Go. We just, oh. invited, just invited ourselves. ourselves. You see how I did oh, that? That's so sweet. Yeah. Kind of, have you guys um, talked about what kind of wedding you're going to have? Yeah. Yeah, you know, we've uh, we know where we want it, um, and it's kind of in my hometown where I grew up, and a really beautiful area. So we've kind of been diving into it a little bit and then getting people's help like my sister and it's just it's so much fun getting everybody involved in this so. i'll That's tell awesome. you what i'll tell you what um i'll tell you about our wedding real quick because it was really one of the greatest weddings i've ever been to and i always wanted i always wanted my wedding to be a fun time but we spent no money on it and leanne threw it it was it was a church her dad owned and he doesn't her, own a church. Her grandfather owns. Her grandfather <laughs> owns. church that has been our family church. Our family's been going to church there since like 1840. Oh, wow. Whoa. We didn't. History. We oh, yeah. It. Anyway, anyway, it was a small little pen, Pentecostal. Min- Pentecostal? Whatever. What are you Why, about? Why you just let me tell your story? Oh, Pentecost? There's no Pentecost where yeah, I live. Beautiful. Whoopi Goldberg beautiful. officiated it. It's a white clapboard, one room church. What's a clapboard? Like, um, 
like slats of wood. Well, you heard of a you've have you you've heard of the applause tree? <laughs> that's now that's a terrible joke. I, yeah, I didn't get terrible that. joke. No one got that. So, People got my so, groggy joke. No, oh, no. If you cut down a bunch of applause trees. You'll get a round of yes, applause. Just give it up. And then you take give that round of applause and give then you cut up. it smaller. They're into little claps. And then those boards you can put on the wall. You and know those <laughs> white churches that you see in the South, they're white and the boards run this way. And it's just white church with like one door and a steeple. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's a barn with a cross on top. Ba- a little bit better than a barn. But just yeah. barely. Again, a step out. rectangular box. And so, and so we did, we had the service and it was really a small wedding, but it wasn't small. Like all my friends were there. It was all the people I really love in my life. And then my family, a lot of my family, a lot of Leanne's family. And then we did it in a, like a, like an outdoor pop-up tent outside the church. We just had the, 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 the post-party reception. reception there. And it was fucking funny shit. And it was my, funny shit. My, my. Grandfather made a barbecue. We had 150 guests. We oh, spent nice. $5,000 total on the wedding. I mean, it's wow. impossible. You can't do that here, but in her hometown, my grandfather made barbecue, like pulled pork. And my grandmother made homemade barbecue sauce and Brunswick stew, which is very Southern. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Um, my aunt made coleslaw and potato salad. And that's what I asked for my wedding gift from them. My cousin Aww. ate our wedding cake. Um, my dad paid for the DJ, but we also had a band. I paid for the band. He paid for the DJ, but um, I paid for every, I think we I paid were for broke as shit. We then. were so broke. We were really broke. I put it all on my credit card and was like, I'll just have to figure it out. I mean, $5,000 is pretty cheap for a wedding. So I think I paid 400 bucks for my wedding dress. <laughs> Oh, it was, to, but it was crazy because if you had told me at a younger age what's your wedding be like i'd be like oh i guess it's gonna cost like a million dollars and then when you go to get married you're like oh it just needs to be fun it needs to be what yeah you that's what we want we just want it to be fun we want it to be with people who really meant a lot to us and yeah not have too many people there just the people who really matter and just have a fun time together have so, you heard of leavenworth washington i've heard of the prison with <laughs> prison yeah it's like um it. people go there for Oktoberfest. it's like Ooh. old town germany oh, cool. type vibes over there yeah are you thinking about october actually yeah, yeah. Oh. like this october oh. no next okay. okay i was gonna say yeah yeah, yeah and during covid we we also yeah. had our wedding in two months two oh, months oh you guys did it in two months yeah 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 we did it really wow. quick because we we're just so in love that's sweet. There might have been a shotgun there. Just saying. Yeah. And Georgia was at our wedding. She doesn't know it. The other day, the, the other, I said something about me and mom and I got married in December. And they were like, how long have you been married? And I said, well, how old is Georgia? And, they go, <laughs> and I was like. Burr. And then I go, they go 16. I said 16 years. And then Georgia's like, wait, my birthday's in June. And we were like, huh? And she was like, and then she just just stopped doing the math and was like, oh, okay. And just didn't think it through. They're not the brightest kids. You're three months or whatever. You were like about to show or something. No, I was farther than that because I was probably four. We got four pregnant months. on September 11th. Hell yeah. That's how we celebrated. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were like four months 
Because we we'd had our ultrasound and stuff, so we were past twelve weeks. We were definitely past twelve weeks. Uh, we we're past sixteen weeks. Yeah. Did you have family to... members that would have like judged you and like disowned you or something? You know, or no. Did we tell people? I, yeah, we told everybody knew. Yeah, everyone I mean, knew. I was I was older too. I was thirty two. She's even um, older now. I was thirty two, but um, but no, everybody knew. I just wanted to get married. I thought to myself, when I have a baby, that should be my focus. I don't need to be focusing on a wedding. Like, I need to be focusing mm-hmm. on a baby. So, if I don't get married before I have a baby, I won't get married. I won't have, like, a wedding until the kid, my kid's, like, five. Because that's not fair to just shuffle. In my opinion, it was that was my thought process. It's not fair to have a baby be like, no, no, no. Actually, I have to go try on my wedding gown. <laughs> you know, no, no, no. I got to go taste cake. You know, I, I, I just didn't. That didn't work. That math didn't work for me. So I was like, we can pull this off. We can do this in two months, especially if we do it in my hometown, in my family's church. There's nobody to, you know. There's no waiting list right. <laughs> for that venue, and if all my family makes the food then that's, there was really nothing much to do except, and I made all the flower arrangements. I ordered red roses from Sam's club. And my dad picked up like dozens and dozens of red roses from Sam's club. And my dad at the time owned a convenience store with this big cooler. So he put them all in the cooler. And then uh, the night before the wedding, I made my, all the t- t- uh, flower arrangements for the tables and all the bouquets for the, um, bridesmaids wow years i made them uh i made them by myself and then the next day i got ready for my wedding at my cousin's house who's kind of like my sister and the other bridesmaids got ready there too and uh i got ready first so i drove myself to my wedding in a truck (laughs) a pickup truck all by myself and i showed up and i was like hey daddy we're ready for the wedding (laughs) so now that i think back i was like wow I think I might have done some of those things a little differently. I definitely was just like, let's go, go, go. But I didn't have a wedding planner. I was the wedding planner. So in hindsight, I probably should have had somebody the day of to go, okay, she here's what you should be doing. And way back then. I mean, and do you know now. about the practical joke that happened at our wedding? No. Oh my God. Okay. So Bert had a groomsman named Croy. Croy was a model. Oh my God. Like a real model. Oh, right. you've, you've heard me talk about Croy, I'm sure, Halston. He's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. yeah. And gorgeous and the sweetest hearted guy ever. So the uh, they obviously they ordered their, they rented their tuxes from the local tux shop, which is about 30 minutes from my hometown. My hometown only has 1,600 people in it. Hmm. So you have to drive like half an hour to go try on your tuxes. And Croy didn't want to go. He's like, just pick mine up. And we're like, well, what if they get the sizes wrong? He's like, <laughs> He's like, then I'll fucking deal with it. But I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to go. I, I'm I just grab mine while you're there. And we were like, okay. It's <laughs> not one of those things you just grab, like grab me well, one let too. Let me see if this fits, you know? Yeah, you're getting so coffee. There I'll we, take one. We get all our tuxes and we're like, and we go like, we need to pick up Croy Lazares. And they're like, is he here to try it on? And I was like, nah. And they're like, what if he doesn't fit? And I go, uh, is there any, I mean, like, I know his measurements. I, I can kind of ballpark it. And they're like, they're like, and then I was like, wait, I think Weicho did. Weicho goes, Weecho, my buddy Weicho goes, our best man. goes, uh, hey, do you have any with the same waist size, but really, really short legs? <laughs> They're like, they like, yeah. And we're like, how short? And his inseam was like, he was like a 32, 32 was his waist and inseam, I think. Or like, you know, and, and they gave him a 32, 24. 
Oh, and it was it was Concrete, like, like shorts yeah. was up to his calves. Like you could see his socks. You could see his skin at the top of his black socks. <laughs> it <laughs> might be. It might be the. I know for a fact it's the hardest my dad's ever laughed. And they wore that in my and wedding. So, so we're getting in dressed. the wedding. We're getting dressed in my hotel room. Me and Weicho, my dad's in there. And we got a knock on the door and we open it. And Croy, Croy's pants right into the middle of his cap. He goes, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, we got the regular ones also. And we were going to switch. And we're like, we're like, oh my God, what are you going to do? And he goes, I'm fucking wearing them. I mean, <laughs> uh, I hope it doesn't ruin your wedding. I go, it's definitely not ruining my wedding. And he goes, I mean, this looks ridiculous, right? And we're like, no, it doesn't look that bad. We were laughing so hard. My dad was not in the room. My dad was not in the room, right? So it's me, Weicho, Croy, I think Eddie Fernandez and, and, and my old friend, uh, Lorenzo. And we are crying, laughing. And Croy just is like, he just is past it. He's like, I, I mean, this is what it is. And he just starts drinking. We can't stop laughing. So we go, we go. To the church. To the church. My family's, my family's, we take pictures. My family, no, my fa- my dad is in the pew. We took pictures afterwards. We, my dad's in the pew. <laughs> and they bring us in and we walk in and my dad sees Croy's pants and my dad starts convulsing. Like going, convulsing. <laughs> like, like that. He can't stop fucking laughing. And Croy's laughing. Everyone's fucking laughing. It was the fuck. It was and the I'm fu- walking down the aisle and Al Kreischer is like convulsing laughing we have to have and video i don't of that. know why he's laughing i'm like I, I i have not obviously i wasn't looking at croy's pants i was looking at bert so i was like <laughs> it was going on here at this wedding and then bert starts crying he and cries the crying. wedding and then later he got mad at me for not crying because that means that i mean more to him than he does to me and i was like no 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 i just somebody had to keep it together like My somebody dad's had laughing, to keep it together i'm crying croy's laughing it was so fucking hilarious. It was so chaotic. I forgot to take my train off my wrist, and I stood there the whole time with my train on my wrist. It was it was a chaos. It was, but it was <laughs> it a great. Was so fun. It was a great, a fucking great wedding. Both of our families to this day say that it's the best wedding they've ever been to. So and I got like so perfectly drunk, like didn't get too fucking wasted. Uh, I remember we can we, only serve beer anyway. And I just said, beer. I just said, I'm gonna slow roll beers all night. And then towards the end of the night, um, uh, my buddy Hutch goes, uh, hey, B-Man, PRJ? And I was like, fuck yes. And we went into the woods, and he pulled out one of his, his specialty were, were pre-rolled joints. He called them PRJs. And he just pulls out a pre-rolled joint, and he's like, you're fucking married. And we all, me and all my friends, sat in the woods, smoked a joint, and then we came back in. It was like fucking, it was like great. It was one of like if you said you got to relive one day in your life. Oh, it was a great day. Oh, fucking we were funny in this hotel. We stayed in this hotel that was 30 minutes away. And I watched his dad pull out of the driveway toward the hotel. And he had, not joking, like a quarter of our wedding cake wrapped in saran wrap that he took home and ate that night because the wedding cake was so good. Yeah. And then we walked through the lobby and two of Bert's aunts and uncles and all of their kids who were younger were all eating pizza in the lobby. Oh, the lobby so we was sat packed. down and ate pizza. It was the most fun. It was, the it was that's so really awesome. cool. That's like beautiful, man. Because like some people get upset if things don't go perfect or mm-hmm. whatever. Oh, it, and by the way, nothing, nothing went perfect. Her dad had an anxiety attack. Oh, he Eddie, left the wedding. My, huh? my my cousin, my brother, my brother, my my brother Eddie, my best friend Eddie, started dirty dancing with my mom on the floor, 
and like, like and Eddie is, up and Eddie is an around. amazing dancer, an amazing Put her dancer. in a chair and like grinding, and like on, grinding her. on her crazy. belt off, smacking the floor he with his belt. Right. And, then, and then he went and took like the I don't know the right way to say this, but like the the um the the black sheep bad girl, uh, but is part of our family, like the one that you know got pregnant in high school and and left her husband and just a, a cool chick right cool chick right, yeah takes her and starts dirty dance with her and she loves it like it's good not just because it's like center of attention there are like 500 people around and it was fucking awesome and then you want to know the best part we i don't like flying so leanne's like fuck it let's just drive to our vacation to our honeymoon our honeymoon's in key west They're not key west it's in a place called little palm island in the keys so we drive all the way south florida so mm-hmm. were you in georgia and then you drove yeah. all the way down florida so he did not want to fly and i was like why why would we ever have a honeymoon this stressful yeah it's a 12 hour drive is a long it was a long drive but it was cool we just got married we were like it was like it was yeah. it was awesome it's like when do you, the next yeah. day we drove all day we drove all day i quit chewing tobacco that day i haven't had a chew of tobacco <laughs> in my mouth since that day well wow. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I was yeah we we're driving at night and i took a chew and i thought I don't want this. I was like, I don't want this. And, and I was like, we're having a baby. And I, I was like, I'm going to just get cancer for nothing. Like, I, fuck it. And I quit that ride in like Lake City. And then we get to the place. And by the way, don't forget, we are poor. We are poor. We are like, I'm making very little to no money like, on the road. Yeah, nothing. And I no podcast, no nothing. I'm just doing stand up. You're making like 500 bucks a week. And, uh, and I, and that's paying for flights and hotels and everything like that's why it's really mm-hmm. 700 bucks a week. I probably 700 mm-hmm. bucks a week. And I was managing an apartment building selling Avon. And then, yeah. <laughs> and so we drive this place, we pull up and immediately I, I'm in a, I'm in a fucking tank top. We had bought sunglasses at a gas station. And a 12 pack of Budweiser. I brought a 12 pack of Budweiser, <laughs> like I, and like margaritas so and and we don't have no luggage. It's our luggage goes in just bags, right? It's not. And we pull up and there's a valet service on this little, like, like little valet. It's and like you pulled off the side of the road. Yeah. It, it didn't even look like a place. And we pulled up and they're like, Mr. Kreischer, Mrs. Kreischer. And we're like, how do you know our names? And they're like, we're a, a concierge service. And we're like, oh, okay. And so we're like, so what do we do? And they're like, no, nothing. Just come in, enjoy a cocktail. They gave us a thing called a Gumby slumber. And Leanne's like, I'm not going to drink. And I was like, I'll take hers. I down both of them. Then they put us on a boat that is like the kind of boat you see in Indiana Jones. Wooden, out, inboard motor, just really beautiful. A Chris Craft. And a couple jumps on that is, I'm saying, polo head to toe uh, and shopping bags galore. They're our age. And we're like... Uh, hi and they're like hey how are you guys doing just get here and we're like yeah and they're like you're gonna love the accommodations and we're like cool <laughs> and he's like so what do you do for a living i said i'm a comedian and they're like what are you doing and Leanne goes i run properties and he goes oh i run a hedge fund and we're like huh we don't, even, we don't even know what that is <laughs> yeah exactly and then you're in lawn care and then, i don't understand and she's <laughs> like oh i market uh products for it was like the like two she like worked for chanel or something. very wealthy wealthy couples and so then i know he's getting her a chair oh good call good call gentlemen <laughs> over here so we we get there we get to our room and our room has our name carved in the door it is a Ooh. private island with like wow. 17 
17 bungalows, treetop bungalows, outdoor showers, and everyone knows you by name. It is one of the greatest. We're going to do it again now that we can hopefully. We're going to do it for our 20th wedding anniversary. Well, the reason we went to this place was oh. because we were telling Bert's dad that he didn't want to fly to our honeymoon. And, and Al had said, oh, my buddy just went to this great place. It's called Little Palm Island. It's really great. I can get you a deal. It's pretty expensive, but I can get you a deal. And I think because you're going, because we got married December 27th, it was kind of off season. So like it's off season and we get your deal, except it wasn't off season because we were there New Year's Eve. Yeah, which is premium. Yeah, and it was not a deal. So it was three there, times we, the cost stayed, of our we wedding. We stayed there for seven oh, days, crazy. seven days, right? Seven days, five days. I think it was five, five days. Had the time of our life. Did everything. It was so bizarre. The breakfast would show up. Oh my god! Like you would open your door, and breakfast would be there, and it would be and hot. it would be hot. And I was like, how'd they do that? Are there cameras in our room? How'd they know that? It was amazing. We knew we knew oh we were God. at we were in the wrong place when our first night of dinner, the table next to us called the chef over oh, yeah. and chastised him in front of us and said, You're better than that. And we went literally to the ah! chef. And I was like, Oh <laughs> so we have a great trip. Last night I get the drunkest I've ever been. I throw up everywhere. It's in my book. If you want to read about it, it's in my book. We're, last day, we're driving back to Tampa. We're going to fly home from Tampa, and our bill shows up. And I and Leanne opens it and goes, "Oh my God!" And I said, "What?" Now, mind you, we have no we have no savings. We have no money. We're not making any money. We're actually in credit card debt. Yeah. And she goes, "I go, is it bad?" And she goes, "Honey, we could have bought a car." And I went, "What?" She goes, "We could have bought a car." And I went, "How much is it?" And she's like, fifteen thousand dollars." And I went. My heart dropped. I go, I started laughing. I, by the way, in this panic, did start I started laughing so hard. And, and I, I was like, this is not funny. My, I paid five grand for my wedding. And this wow. was 15,000. I was like, I couldn't wrap my head around. I didn't I have didn't a credit card. Know. No one had a credit card that had $15,000 no, on it. No, we couldn't even put it on our, I mean, and, we didn't have enough limit. And we're supposed to then take the boat back, pay and drive home. And we don't have it. We don't have it. We don't have it. Can't even put it on the credit card. We don't have the money. We're sitting in this place going, that was a great trip. We cannot pay for. We'll be washing dishes for a month because yeah. we can't get out we're of going here. To jail. <laughs> right? I, I called my dad. I go, hey, what kind of deal did you get me? And he goes, oh, I got you like seventy five percent off. And I went, nope. He goes, uh, what? I said, uh, I said, our bill's like fifteen thousand dollars, and you had to tip them. And we're like, we couldn't afford the tip on the bill. Like yeah. we couldn't afford the tip. And so we were like, and he's like, that's impossible. And I said, it's dead possible. And so he goes, well, how, fuck, what do you do? I go, I don't know. So we get in the boat. We go over to the thing. We're panicking. We're like, well, I guess we just tell them, hey, we don't have the money. We'll figure it out. So we go get on the boat. We go over all our bags. Not smiling anymore. We're just like, oh. <laughs> and they get there and they're like, uh, all right, have a great trip. And we're like, cool. And we just get in the car and we're like. No, I go to the. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I go to the desk and say, I need to check out. And they say your bill's been taken care of. Your bill's of. been taken care of. His dad like, took care of it. She, my dad was like, I fucked up. I put you, I thought I got you a deal. I did not get you a deal. I would never I put you in a place. I would never put you in a place that was $15,000. And I was like, oh my God. I mean, I felt terrible that he paid the bill, but there was no, I couldn't have put $2,000 on my credit card. Oh, we couldn't. I had, at that point. Yeah. What yeah. do you do? We're lucky enough we had someone that could do that. I mean that. Yeah, Al yeah. And my dad my called. Dad could never have my dad that. called. And he goes, "It's my fuck up. It's my present to you guys." And in my head, I was like, 
you should have told us you were going to give us 15 grand. We just went taking the 15 grand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We were honeymooned in Gatlinburg. <laughs> this was always an option. Like right. we had 15 grand in your pocket that we had access right? to. Dollywood sounds like an awesome honeymoon. I'll take the 15 grand. Oh, we would have loved Dollywood. I would have had so much fun in Dollywood. That would have been but it was fun. great. And so it was, and we could tell we were just out of our element, out of our like people were and we were just, I was just partying fucking morning to night. I literally would, and we did everything. We went on a sailboat. We had, we did. had such a great fucking time. It was drank, great. Drank with, with this gangster and his wife. And that was our last night. And then I threw up all over the place and I threw up all in front of our place. And we went out the next morning to clean it up and it was gone. They cleaned it up for me. I mean, they were fucking amazing. For five grand a day, they should. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or three grand a day. Wow. Three, fifth way. Yeah. Three grand a day. So much money. So crazy, right? We, our, our blessing was we will never go on a vacation. And that's what we said. We will never spend this much money on a vacation again. Yeah. I didn't make 15 grand in 2014. Like, you know, oh, yeah. In the that's whole year. Yeah. There yeah, were many years I didn't make that. My dad doesn't make much more than that now. You know, it's I remember crazy. the first time I remember the first time I made $100,000. I got my offers. I got like, I think my offers were like three grand or something. And I did all the ad and I was working every fucking week. And I got, I was making a hundred thousand dollars. It might've been five grand. So I was doing Jameson. So I had Jameson dates and then solo tour dates. I fucking, I, I can tell you where the desk was. I remember where the day, cause we moved this desk around this apartment a lot. The desk was by the stairs. And I, I wrote it all on the calendar. I took the calculator. I added it up. It's like $105,000. And I went, whew. I've made it. <laughs> I made it. Leanne walks in and I go, babe, take a look at this. Oh. She goes, what's that? And I go, uh, I'm making $100,000 this year doing stand-up. Can you ever believe that I'd make $100,000? And then fucking Johnny Buzzhill killed me. Really? 60? Really? Yeah. She goes, actually, it's 40 because you have to give half of that to taxes. Mm. Your manager is your agent. So you only really walk away with 40. And I was like, that doesn't seem as fun anymore. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. That doesn't seem as fun anymore. And I'm like, well, I'm just saying. I, I go, now I don't want to do the work if it's just fucking 40. Well, I said it because I was thinking, don't go spending 100 grand because we don't have. <laughs> Which he had done in the past. Grand. You think? Oh, I've definitely done. He did it like a few years before that. Yeah, right yep. before we got married, I, I had, I did Bert's Conquer and I just, or uh, no, I did uh, Hurt Bert. And right before, right before Herbert, right after Herbert wrapped, I took us to Italy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking put some coin down. Because I was like, I got fucking tons of cash. Took us to Italy, flew us there, put us up, had a fucking blast. Oh, so great. You probably spent almost as much as Little Palm Island, but you didn't even know. I didn't even know because I (laughs) I never, I've never checked money. I just spend it. And then I go, huh, I'm out of it. (laughs) And then my manage my business manager at the time was like, "Hey, uh, so your daughter's due when?" And I said June. And he goes, "Okay, before she's born, you need to make like fifteen thousand dollars." And I was like, "For what?" He was like, "He was like, you owe fifteen thousand dollars to the." I said, "Well, I I just have all the checks from Hartford." And he goes, "Oh, you spent all that money?" I was like, "What?" He's like, "You need to pay taxes on the money you've already you've already spent all that money. You need to pay taxes on it. So like, get a commercial or something." And I was like, "Get a, get a commercial or something." Like, what are you fucking talking about? He was like, you're broke. You need, we need $15,000. And I was like, uh, okay. I called my dad and I was like, I'm broke. My dad laughed and hung up on me. He goes, you're a man now. Welcome to the club. 
He's like, and he's like, he's like, this is the stress every man feels in his life is running out of money, not having enough money to pay for everything. He says, now this is what it feels like to be a man. Now we find out if you're a man and you can figure it out. And I was like, what do I do? And he goes, you call up Matt Frost, tell him I'm broke. I need 15 grand. You need to find me some work. And he was, I was like, dad, that's not how it works. He goes, not for you because you're fucking privileged. He goes, that's how it works for everyone else. So I call Matt Frost, Matt Frost, hand on the Bible, got me booked. He said, when's your daughter born? I said, June 6th. And he goes, we're inducing. And he goes, I got you. And I work. Except it's June 7th. June 7th. (laughs) And I worked June 7th. No. June 8th. No. June 9th. No. June 9th. No. June 10th. Yes. I worked June 10th every weekend (laughs) for a straight fucking year. Every weekend. And I made that money. I made that fucking money. I worked every fucking weekend and Aaron, God bless her at the improv hooked me up and would get me condos when she could, so I could save money. And my dad, my dad helped me pay for flights, like, or or like use miles to pay for my flights. I don't miss it. I don't miss it. Hmm. But it's a building life and marriage is a building. And then you can appreciate what you have even so much more because of what you experienced and what you went through and it wasn't just given to you. That's right. Look what you have ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. We, we just keep growing. It's so exciting. We have a lot ahead of us. So yeah. Exciting. I'm so proud of you guys. That's so Thank great. You. Thank I you. Feel like we, we kidnapped Brooklyn. I'm sorry. <laughs> we just. Yeah. You're going to go back in the other room. I have a great story I want to tell. What? About being woke. Remember groggy? Oh, no. You're just groggy. When I came up with a new term, instead of being woke, some people are groggy, which is like kind of in, in between. Okay. Like right before you're about it's to. It's not that up. funny, is it? It's not that funny. It's not that funny. It was funny I mean, in the moment. Her delivery yeah. was funny. <laughs> okay, I believe it. Okay, <laughs> have a good night, you guys. It's so nice seeing you. It's so nice to see you. Yum yum. Shut the fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> She's adorable. So here's what I was gonna say. When you talk about when we talked earlier about some, you know, you go into this sorority house, you strip. And it's funny to the people who get it. And then the people who don't get it, get upset. I can't really defend. I mean, I can't, I can't try to defend the people who get upset. I'm sure they just weren't maybe in the mood to see a half naked man or a man's full ass. I'm sure I, you know, I would definitely not do that again, but I, I would not be offended at that. I personally wouldn't, but that's my sensibility. But here's what I started noticing. And then this is the subject I think is very interesting is we watched a Britney Spears documentary and a lot it of too. it's fucking tough to watch because you realize all of us are guilty of making her a punchline when she's just a human. Like she's not a bad. Oh, wait, she lost her glasses. She lost her glasses. Uh, she's not a bad person and she wasn't a bad person and she didn't do anything to deserve what she was getting. And and you look at like late night hosts just lighting a child up. I can't believe it. That old man that was like, "Do you have a boyfriend? Can I be your boyfriend?" And she's like, "I'm nine. And he's like, well. "Ed McMahon." That was Ed McMahon. He and was then the other one who was like, "Sidekick." The other one was like, "Let's talk about your boobs." She's like, yeah. "My boobs?" <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. And she was just a child. And but here's the thing: is that we were all complicit in that in a weird way. Like everyone at the time didn't give a fuck about her mental well-being Mm-mm. and then and then and then some people if she ever got offended certain people would be like oh learn how to take a joke 
it's a joke. And you're like, yeah, but, and I think that's like the good thing about good, the good, the good, if there's a good side effect of wokeness, it's that it's being a tad bit considerate to say like the, the, the Asian guy who's sitting in the front row and you just mocking him for, you know, for whatever cultural thing he might have attached himself to, you know, or, you know, that's the thing where, what are you talking about? No, like back in the day, like if you were, I was trying not to be very specific. If you were a white guy sitting in the front row of an all black show, you got destroyed. They made, they made, they, it wasn't fun until you got upset. So I'm saying, and I want to talk about a comedy show. A comedy show. Yeah. (laughs) I thought you meant in the movie theater. No, well, I'm talking about, no, (laughs) who goes into a movie theater is like, Where's the fucking Asian guy? <laughs> That's what I, like in a movie theater. Who cares who's in the front row in a movie theater? No one's in the front row in a movie theater. Man, the movie was good, but I just got roasted. <laughs> I was a little lost. <laughs> fucking who is that guy that walked in and started taking his clothes off? <laughs> He's groggy. <laughs> I have spe- I have spent the last four days. <laughs> I just heard that. <laughs> I spent the last four days feeling bad for Britney Spears. Like, for real. I feel actually bad. I feel really bad for her, too. I feel really bad for her. And, you know, I wasn't... I knew who Britney Spears was. It was hard not to know who she was. But I was... I I wasn't into that music at that time. So... And I wasn't really into what was going on in, like, pop culture. So, although I kind of remember a lot of that, I don't really remember it. But you remember the head-shaving thing. Yeah, I remember the headline and I Straight remember up mental that she illness like, at the time. Yeah, I think so, but she was also really pushed. And you know, mental illness, especially when you start something as a child, um, and that kind of abuse starts at that young, it does it changes the structure of your brain, I be- I believe. I have no basis of that other than my own belief. So no scientific proof of that. But I think that's what happens. Whoa, 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 whoa. Changes your brain. I think she was like, uh, yeah, she had reached the breaking point, but she was also making a statement like, I'm in control here, actually. I can do whatever I want. If I'm going to fuck up my life, I'm going to do it myself. And she just shaved her head because of like whatever beauty standards people were holding her to or like judging her based on what she's wearing or whatever it was. Um it's just crazy. The people that talked, asked her about her virginity and like that sort of thing. Or ju- and, and, and here's the deal. Now, I, being fair, I would never now light up Justin Timberlake for his behavior because he was a child also. And so he's put in a situation where he goes on a radio show and they're like, come on, come on. Did you have sex with her? And he just wants, he's a child not knowing how to handle that question. Not knowing that like, I mean, I, I'm I'm certain I've done probably the equivalent of something similar to that on radio, meaning behaved poorly or, or been embarrassed of the words I spoke. And I was an adult back then. And he was a child going like, I hit it. And everyone's like, yeah. And then he's like, that'll sell records. Right, guys? And now she's a slut. And now she's a slut. And now everyone's going to call her a slut. Now she's a slut. That's the bad part. I'm certain he has probably come to terms with that, made amends. And I'm certain he probably has. And he has got his heart broken. But it was weird, like, in getting his heart broken, he. But did he? That's the thing, is what I heard in that documentary was that he took the breakup and spun it in his favor. So do you really know who hurt whom? 
did she really cheat on him or but he took it and spun it to his advantage is what it said in that documentary so um that's unfortunate also because it kind of it changed her image i mean her image was kind of lots of moms were like i think she's kind of slutty but i still let my kids listen to her music and when that happened she was like she's a whore I mean, just think it's of terrible. the marketing of that. They're like, here's a teenage girl, like 14 years old, that you're going to really want to fuck. That was the that was the marketing of Britney Spears. Insane. Yeah. Maybe 16. Maybe that. Maybe she was. I mean, how much? How old was she when she, she was 15? I think. She was 15. How old was? Can you Google how old she was when Baby One More Time hit me? Yeah, Baby I think she was time. 15. I remember thinking about that because she's in the schoolgirl outfit in the school. And at the like, time, I was 26. I was 10 years older than her thinking she was a peer like meaning like i think she was my age she was a woman yeah thinking that she was a woman when really uh she was not she was um a year younger than georgia crazy I mean, that's just fucking insane it's insane but it's insane it's like 16 all the people- 16 well so she's georgia's age could you imagine georgia with all the pressure of being a pop star she can barely handle it. Hey, hey, hey. Fuck, she was hey. also one of one of the first like tabloid celebrities. Michael Jackson had it. Madonna had it. And but for some reason with Britney Spears, the paparazzi really, really hounded her to death. Yeah. And it makes you go, I I would who the fuck would want to be famous? No, yeah. I know just watching the paparazzi follow her into walking into like a hotel lobby. It's a wonder she didn't get injured. Like she didn't trip over something or fall. She had to be blinded. She almost dropped her baby one time. The flash. I mean, the flash is so intense and going off constantly. You can't see. I have a question. Did you sit on anyone's lap as a baby while they were driving in Georgia? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. no one, no one had fucking, you know, that was, that was a little bit of, where'd that a, question come of, from? Because she Brittany drove, drove away with her baby in her lap. Oh. And, oh. And, I, and I'm certain she was like, well, that's how my mama drove me. And at the time that was when, you know, I, I to be fair, and I, it didn't happen to my sister who's Brittany's age, but I'm certain in Mississippi or wherever she grew up that her mom let her, that they didn't use car seats. That's what they, that's what they said. I mean, yeah, that's what she but said. It's, she it's, it's like, convenient. It's convenient outrage because enough people could say. I mean, first of all, it's endangering a child. That's. I mean, I'm saying as an adult now, looking at the way we never, ever, 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 ever drove with our kids not in a car seat ever in our entire lives, and that's how we behave. They're we, still in a car seat. Yeah, yeah, but 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 it's a little convenient outrage because you could very easily do the arithmetic and go, hey guys. Let's not forget, her dad was an I, I went an alcoholic pool cleaner, like a year ago. Like her mom is a school teacher, and they're from a town of twelve hundred people, and they're not. I, I would, I would, I would not take worldly. Worldly, I was going to say intelligent. No, they're not. Or, not, or educated. There's, I mean, very, but they're not worldly people. Very big difference from being dumb. And and not being worldly. Yeah. You you can't you can't. There's certain things you don't learn if you don't leave your hometown, and uh, it doesn't mean you're dumb. It just means you've had no reason to learn anything else, and maybe no curiosity to learn. So, once you step out of that circle, and be- you just become more worldly. Here's where I think 
I think the same insight, and I'm, I, I, I was trying to formulate this thought last night, the same insight, same guilt we have regarding Britney Spears and the way we as a society treated her, I think will sh- rear its head in five years when we start looking at cancel culture and the people who, based on allegations alone and no proof of evidence, we canceled and just said, ah, fuck them and threw them. When like, and I mean, I'm certain, I can't, I can't think of names exactly, but I'm certain there are people, what's the matter? Why are you laughing? <laughs> Is this an episode of Open Tabs? No, what? I'm uh, just wondering. What do you mean? <laughs> You're just talking a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go to bed. You guys no, finish the episode. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you've been you've been ruminating on the Britney Spears thing like I have though too. Yeah, it's it really kind of fucked me up. It really fucked me up. And so you tell you your thoughts and then I'll I'll champion them. Well, I didn't I didn't really watch the documentary. I caught bits and pieces of it. So I I remember last night I was do I was helping Isla with her homework. For the whole time you watched the documentary, so I'll, I only got to watch what we saw at your sister's. Okay, I didn't oh, see. Fair. I didn't see all the stuff that you're talking about because I was um, learning. Did you hear that, Halston? Dad, I know. <laughs> we started fucking, this podcast talking about the not farting. And it's then the, you it's fart. the it's the fuck it's the uh, fiber one bars I ate. I don't eat them anymore. I actually have a very unique skill that I can suck air in and fart. And the kids at camp used to call me backfire. Oh and, um, my god! There's a dude who goes on to Jackass, and he like he does that, and he he was also on Howard Stern a lot. I, Will the farter? Will yeah. the farter? I can do that. Because <laughs> it smells terrible. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Can't even smell it. You know they say you can't smell your own farts. Oh, it just wow, hit right. me. That's I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> now he's groggy. It feels so good to fart. It must because it smells. I, th- I wish I could shit my pants. Like shitting your pants was totally acceptable. You do. Was- well, yeah, I shit my pants a lot. Every shit's like an emergency for you. Yeah. Everything's an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still like so. I mean, sorry that we're talking about shit and stuff, but I just remember one time we were backstage in. Ohio and someone came back and was like all right five minutes and then Bert's like I gotta shit and I'm like they just told you you have to go on stage in five minutes what are you you're gonna shit and then he came back in a minute and a half and yeah. I was like you couldn't get in the bathroom and you're like no I finished it's like what yeah, yeah when I when I shit it's like a bouncer kicking you out at 2 a.m it's like hard it's, and fast it's hard and fast I sh- I was in I was in Lexington Kentucky and uh at comedy off broadway and i said i have to take a shit right now i was on stage i said i have to take a shit i need the host to come back up dusty slay come back up and do just like a minute just talk to people while i shit and he went up and i said just time me and i was back in 45 fucking seconds oh my god and people were like did you that wipe? is the quite yeah of course it was a note it was a fucking it was explosive and so it was fucking i used to do this thing where i would eat spicy food throughout the day and then it would just show up that night on stage and i would be miserable so gross miserable why do you do that i can't help it yes you I, can you i know. couldn't i never ate before shows i mean i can't i because i don't want to feel like i have to go to the bathroom i just I only know that feeling 
I put, you want to know what I did one time? One time I was in West Palm at the Burt Reynolds Celebrity Theater, I think is what it's called. And we had eaten horrifically spicy that day. And my asshole was burning. It was burning so bad that I, it was uncomfortable. And so what I did was I went into the bathroom. I shit my pants, right? I went into the bathroom and I had John Manns get me an ice cube. And I shoved an ice cube up my asshole. And I said, that will feel better. And it did until I got on stage and it melted and started leaking out of my ass. Oh my God. And I was like, why the fuck would I do this? What the fuck is wrong with me? I apologize to the people oh, yeah, this to wipe the party yeah. because we don't usually talk about shit and ice cubes dripping out of okay. our asshole. So I'm, <laughs> I hope you're enjoying this departure from our usual topics, book club, how to parent. Fun things to do in the pandemic, awesome movies to watch, mental or- health, cancer. Okay, let's talk awesome movies to watch, awesome series to watch with your kids. The Shallow, the Wild, Wilds. I've already talked about it on this okay. podcast. All right, and I've also talked about the guest book. Okay, and have you talked about Richard Ramirez documentary? Don't know what that is. How did you watch that with your kids? I, I can't. Like I. I was so the Night Stalker. I was so disturbed by that documentary. Yeah, just the disturbing. It's so disturbing, and to think he's only twenty four. Like Brooks, twenty four. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy to think that a human like that exists. I have a pimple. Not anymore. He's gone now. But no, but if he did exist, it can he someone else could exist like that, like that. It's possible. You know, we found out, me and Segura, there are less serial killers in Canada than there are in the United States. <laughs> We're thinking because of winter. Well, there's less people. Or people. Population would be a big... What the fuck are you... What face are you making? <laughs> why would you even look that up? Who thinks like that? Let's see Tom. how many serial well, killers there are Because white people here. are serial killers, usually. And Canada's fucking... Richard Ramirez wasn't a white person. Outlier. 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 Yeah. Outlier. What about Wayne Williams? Outlier. Out One black serial killer. That's all they've ever had. One black serial killer. Really? I'm just guessing, but <laughs> I'm, I don't really know. The, how, hey, Siri, how many black serial killers are there? In all of time. For many years, Samuel Little believed he would. Oh, there's a bunch actually. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize to all the African American uh, listeners who. uh, Wow, Samuel Little. He's kind of scary, Samuel Little. He's a serial killer. But these guys don't. Chester Turner. They they don't look like serial killers. That first one looks like a serial killer. No, these were you know. Hold on. These aren't serial killers. This guy. Look at that. No, the first guy looks like a serial killer. So these aren't really serial. I think it's just, I think it gets confusing because serial killers, when you kill more than like (laughs) one person. Do you mean they kill somebody and they go home and eat cereal? Wow. You're killing it with your (laughs) Leantics today. I'm feeling my oats. Wait, is that cereal? (laughs) Lorenzo Gillard suspected of raping and strangling 13 women in Missouri between 1977 and 1993. I think that would qualify. Most of his victims were prostitutes. Mm -hmm. That would qualify. Yeah. 
The first guy, though, show me the first guy. Who is this guy? He's Bill scary. Cosby. That's not Bill Cosby. <laughs> it looks like him. Um. Anyway. Yeah. What else do you want to talk about? Your couch yeah. game. Very exciting. Game. Do you like it? I love it. It's yes. a sleeper sofa. It's a sleeper sofa. We're starting to hit I'm my limit where my that. back starts hurting. Oh, it's because you're sitting on an end table. <laughs> it's not comfortable, is it? I can't even put microphones on that table because it's too like unsecure. Flimsy. I know. I got to get new tables. We I need just... heavy side tables, but we got to see the. We got to see the. We may just build them. I might just build them with the fucking wood in the backyard. Oh, yeah, yeah, with all the time you have and all the supplies. I know, right? So much time. Like TikTok. I hear the clock just TikTok every day. Um, no, I want to get the chairs first before I buy the furniture that goes with the chairs. This is when if it doesn't look right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the chairs are they're coming like first week in March. Hey. But now that I have my couch, I can do they're my legit studio. Fighting right lately. They're not fighting. Uh, have you, you seen them? When, do you think that's fighting? They're playing. <laughs> it's so aggressive. Keep it on there. It's so aggressive. It's not aggressive. Oh, it seems aggressive. <laughs> watch, watch. They look like they're having fun to me. Yeah. Max got half guard. <laughs> okay, Izzy. Fun. No, no, no. Keep yeah, going. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep Izzy going. puts yeah. her feet on the hips, kicks off. Izzy now has. Izzy's up. Izzy's up. And now they're they're take off. They take off sprinting. I just realized that if I'm talking, then they can't see the video. So <laughs> it's just on me. Oops. It's been a long week, huh? It it's has. Been, today was a long day. It has been a very long week. It has been um, more than sun up to sundown every single day. We've had parenting drama. We've had super busy with business and super busy with our house. And it was bad. Our parenting. Isla brought a gun to school. <laughs> she did not. She's not even in school. Again? No, that's what I meant. It was my gun. And <laughs> then you, I found it in, she brought in the living room. I found it in our house. <laughs> And I'm outraged. She keeps saying that she focuses better at home. And I keep having to remind her that I caught her sleeping in a quiz at home. That is my favorite. I walk in the living. If, if you've heard this already, just hear it again. It's so funny. I walk in the living room and I hear and I see Isla sound asleep, computer open on the couch. And I hear the teacher go, and your quiz starts now. And I go, no, Leanne goes, no. No, the teacher said, and I your know quiz starts, starts now. now. And then Leanne goes, comes in and goes, Isla, she pops up and goes, mom, I'm in the middle of a quiz. <laughs> she was asleep. She literally goes like this. That video. <laughs> that's funny. The video what of video? you walking into her room with her laptop on the bed and she's just knocked out in class. <laughs> in class. <laughs> so funny. So we made her go over to the other house and sit in a chair. And she still, she, she is such a little frustrating little sucker. But we had some parenting moments with her this week that were kind of exhausting. Yeah. Would you say that's fair? Oh, it's really fucking fair. Pretty fair. Teenager um, stuff. Stuff we've been sworn to secrecy by the teenager. Yeah. So we'll just say 
teenager stuff. Teenager nothing, stuff. Nothing crazy, but it's serious Next for Friday her. night, are we doing anything? I have no idea. Um, the thing about teenager stuff is when you're a teenager, it's really serious, right? But when you're 50 and you watch the teenager stuff, you have to go, God, I wish I could just give them just a little bit of experience to know that this is not a big deal. Look at <laughs> He's in his panties. So <laughs> we it's what we says. This is not what my listeners stop it usually do. I don't have your same demographic. My back is killing me, baby. We just okay. got demonetized for sure. I know, right? Thanks, babe. <laughs> the only money I make. We That's should the, wrap it. Is that the first time we've seen him wear underwear? Mm. I, I work out in these underwear. I don't wear pants. I just wear these underwear. He just wears. I, I have to lay down on my bed. My okay, back go. is hurting so bad. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Thanks I for heard, coming back. I was, I was good enough. Hey, Halston. Talk to you later, buddy. Yeah. See you in a couple of days. All right. Um. So, since the Burtcast studio can't be set up, we are doing the Burtcast outside, right? Yeah. And I did something that's a, now. Now I'm back in the wife of the party audience mode. I did something today that I'm very proud of myself for doing. This is very out of my wheelhouse. Um, so I ordered outdoor furniture so that you guys could podcast outside. And like everything else in COVID, it won't be here for like six weeks. So I had our um, Bert's assistant, Trevor, take all of our outdoor patio furniture from my house over to the new house and pressure wash it. And we're having new cushions made. I was already had new cushions being made. Those cushions are nine years old. They're just trashed. For that couch, which was going to move to our new house anyway, but not intended for the podcast area. And I was like, well, we'll just move that over and use that. And then uh, we'll have an outdoor set and until our real furniture gets there. So I started looking around and I thought, oh, you know, I don't really want people to see our backyard. Our backyard is a construction site. It's not very pretty. So I need to buy some like planters with lattice and plant some pretty flowers and kind of encase the couch in in flowers so that you you at least you could probably still see the construction in the background, but at least it's not like construction site. And I was so overwhelmed by our week. We have so many wonderful things going on. I don't want anybody to think I'm ungrateful. I'm completely grateful for what's going on in life at the moment. But um but I'm just, I just like, I'm, I get up at six and my day ends at like 10 every single day. So today I went, you know what? I'm going to call somebody and just have them plant all the plants, decorate the set. Do I need an outdoor rug? Go buy it. Do you think I need a potted plant here? Go buy it. Do you think I need a jasmine climbing up the trellis thing that I bought? Plant it. I'm just going to hire someone who knows more about that than I do because I'm not really great at plants. I mean, I know what's pretty, but I I do not have a green thumb. I have many gifts, but that's not one of them. So I just called this woman and said, "Um, I hear that you do staging for like real estate sale, like when someone's trying to sell their house and they want to freshen up their front yard. I have an emergency need. I need it done tomorrow. Can you do it? And she went, absolutely. 
And I was very proud of myself for that because that's really out of my wheelhouse. I would have, I would have left this podcast, which it's now what time? 8.45 and gone to Home Depot and bought, bought plants tonight so that I could get up at six tomorrow morning and plant that. That's what I would have done. Like that's what my brain was like. Yeah. Okay, I can get through this podcast and then I can go to Home Depot and then first thing in the morning I can plant everything even though I have drop squat at eight. I have a, which goes from eight to nine. I have a nine o'clock meeting. I have a 10 o'clock meeting. And then I was like, just not doing that. I'm just going to pay someone else to do it because the podcast can, Birdcast can afford to hire someone to stage this outdoor area. I'm proud of you for delegating. Right? That's awesome. And I said to Bert, that felt so good. I think I'm going to do that for the inside also. I have the chairs. But I got to find a rug. I got to find end tables like you're talking about. And I got to figure out where to put all the art on the wall. And this jerk I said, I think I'm just going to hire somebody who does staging for like real estate um, to help me figure out what to, where to put everything. And he went, no, no, no. You just do that yourself. You're better at that than, than anybody anyway. So you just do it. And I was like, you missed the point. <laughs> missed the point entirely. I don't have time to do it. And I want it done right. And I want it done now. I don't have enough focused, uninterrupted time. When I'm over there on that job site, I walked on the job site today um, just thinking I'd be there for five minutes. I was there for three hours. I had to answer question after question, you know, come look at the siding over here. Come look at this electrical outlet over there. Let's discuss where you're going to put this and how that affects that. And I think we've miscounted your outdoor light fixtures. And so like it just rolls and rolls. And today I just went, you know what? I can easily hire somebody to plant some plants and make it look beautiful. So I'm just going to do that. Look at you. So proud of myself. Sounds stupid, I guess. And it's very much a privileged problem to have. I understand that fully, but, um, well, you've put yourself in the fire. You split your face open by passing out last year. So you need to start delegating. You are right about that. I am not good at saying no when something needs to be done. I am a doer, just like my wedding that we described. I made the flower arrangements. I organized the food, had no wedding planner. I did all the decorations myself. My cousin Stephanie helped me a good bit, but um, I just don't know how to let somebody else do something. Uh, and I don't, I don't feel like I have to be in control. It's not about that. I just feel like it, if it can be done, then I can do it. Um, I for sure don't care at all what the plants look like around this temporary studio. I could care less if she filled it full of sunflowers. It's just that if I can do it, why would I pay someone to do it? That's the way my mentality works. If I can do it, why would I pay a wedding planner? I'll just do it myself. You know? Yeah, you got that. You're still that girl from Georgia. I am still that girl that goes, save a penny, save a penny. But I'm killing myself. I mean, today... When I ran down my day, I got up at 6.30 because I helped Isla with homework until well after midnight last night because yesterday was Bert's sister's birthday and they had invited us over for dinner. And, you know, we, we, we combine our bubbles, but we don't really go much outside of our, each other's bubble. So we went over for her birthday, but dinner was really late, like really, really late. So the girls came over early thinking dinner would be soon. And we didn't get home till like 10 o'clock. And Isla had a good three hours of homework. We thought we'd be home by like nine. 
So, or eight, eight or nine. So we stayed up and did homework until she just couldn't do it anymore. She was like, get me up at 6.30. And I don't usually get up till about 7.30, but I was like, I can't let her. She's just going to keep falling back asleep. So 6.30 this morning, I cleaned both bathrooms and then started laundry and then unloaded the dishwasher and fed the dogs. And at 8 o'clock, I had a a Zoom call. At 8.30, someone came here to repair our television. At 9 o'clock, I had to drive the girls over to the other school. I ended up staying there for three hours dealing with contractors. And then I had to run and pick up something at Best Buy, drop it back off at the job site, run and go pick up something from Home Depot, drop it back off at the job site, uh, go to the tile store, um, came home, had another Zoom meeting, then had to watch the Go Big Show, then ate dinner, then did this. Yeah, and then meanwhile, I'm like, hey, we're going to podcast this week. No, I needed to. I felt so bad. I didn't didn't have the focus. The the day I just described today was every single day this week. Yeah. So I didn't have the focus to try and even figure out a podcast episode for this week. So I'm glad that Bert came in. And I'm glad we got to talk about our wedding. Yeah, that's really cool. And I'm glad we got to – we didn't talk about your wedding, but we talked about your – plans on having a wedding that's so exciting yeah that was so cute do we get to go to their wedding now listen sincerely we don't have to come to your wedding if your wedding is a small simple intimate affair please don't feel like obligated to invite us but i thought it was very sweet and i wanted you to know that she uh wanted to go that is really (laughs) sweet yeah no of course you guys are on the list it's in washington so it's going to be up to you guys if you want to go but Oh, we yeah. will if we, if we at all can. We totally will. Um, if we're not, you know, doesn't interrupt school or something really crazy. School. October. October, maybe. Yeah. September, October. Something like that. No, it's, it's so close, really though. You can come up for a weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really close. We want to have a cool... It's It's between two venues, I think, at the moment. Although we're very early in the planning process. But she brought up a place that would be a basically like 20, 30 people could stay the night, the night, the night before. So we have like uh, all of our friends and family staying the night before the wedding. And then we do the wedding and then we stay another night partying and having fun just in this, it's, it's like in the woods, but it's beautiful. And there's these big buildings with all the, all the rooms and everything like that. It's, I think that's super exciting, you know? Um, yeah. It's almost like, well, it is kind of like a destination wedding. It is. Yeah, it's, it is. It's um, still a two hour drive from the airport. So. Wow. Yeah. That's remote. Yeah. We'll see how many people want to go to that. <laughs> that's cool. That'd be fun. Good. It's really, it's really cool. I'm excited about that. But it's just so hard to really focus on anything with COVID and plan anything. It just feels wrong a little bit, you know, like, I don't know. I I haven't seen my family in a year. This is the longest I've been away from them. And I have a new niece who just turned one in November and I, I haven't seen her since last February. So it's like, really bothers me because she's like one now she recognizes me on FaceTime and everything. And she's like starting to say a few words and it's just like, I feel like I am missing out. It's like so difficult because I'm very, very close with my sister and always have been. So the fact that she has a kid Mm -hmm. is like still mind blowing to me, but like that's my niece. 
That's awesome. Yeah. I want to be like super uncle. I'm going to be the best uncle ever. Um, I just, yeah. Oh, I want to go home so bad. I just don't know. I just don't well, know the good news yet. is she's too young. Yeah. To remember yeah. that you weren't around. So as much, you know, as it stinks to miss any part of any child's life, at least, you know, that she won't know that you missed any part of her life. Yeah. We FaceTime like every day. You do. Yeah. It's so she, she's one and she called me <laughs> on the iPad. She's a baby, like doesn't know how to say any words except for mum, mum and hi. <sighs> and I get a call on my phone and it's like from the iPad or whatever that they call me from. But she had learned how to press the buttons because so many times she watches her mom do it. And so yeah. she's always giving my sister the iPad to call me. And like, it's Aww. so cute. Uh, what's her name? Her name's Ellie. Ellie. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. Yeah. So that's sweet. awesome. How sweet. I know. I just, I got to go see her. When uh, I think I'm going to do that when um, Bert leaves. Oh, is she in Oregon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. He's going to be gone for a while. Mm-hmm. You're just stuck with me, Halston. That's going to be awesome. We have a new studio. Are you kidding me? This is going to be fun. I know. Well, they say, and I doubt it, but they say we should be able to move in by the second week in April. And that's right after Bert leaves. So, but we can still build out my studio. We don't want to put any equipment over there while we're getting robbed. You know, know. until we're living there, I think it's really foolish to put anything of value over there. So um, even though I just had, for those of you criminals listening, I just had four more cameras installed, six solar floodlights installed. And um, even though our alarm system has a like a cellular backup and a battery backup, we just had a solar battery installed. So there is... No way anybody can turn any of that off. And I don't know how better we could fortify it except by just living there. So, uh, two bull mastiffs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they'd have to live there. We can't, you know, we're having some dirt drama over at the new house. So, uh, Izzy has Giardia. What's that? That is a parasite. That you get from drinking contaminated water or eating contaminated dirt or poop. It is a parasite. And um, the parasite is usually only carried from what I, I'm not a Giardia expert, but from what I read online, most people, it's really only wild animals that have it. And they poop in the ground. The spores from the parasite go into the dirt and then live in the dirt. And then an animal comes along and drinks out of a mud puddle or eats the dirt or eats the poop that has it in it. Then they get it. And it's actually quite hard to get rid of from what I've read um, and can make them very sick. They could actually die from it if you can't get rid of it because um, it prohibits the body from uh, absorbing nutrients. The parasite takes the nutrients from the food. So they eat the food and they poop the food, but they've got no nutrition from the food. So I, Izzy's actually lost a lot of weight. She's been on antibiotics, but she clearly still has it. Her poop is still kind of gross. So we're dealing with that. Mac has it too. And those two ninnies 
when it was raining really bad here not long ago, I took them over there and there was a mud puddle and I thought it was super fun. And they dug in the mud puddle and dug and just ate the mud puddle. Yeah. And I stopped them and tried to stop them because, you know, even if it's not Giardia, there's all kinds of worms and parasites that live in dirt. And um, yeah, they tested positive for it. And I guess it's kind of hard to get rid of in the dirt. And I figure since a pack of coyotes lived on our property before we bought it, that's probably the wild animal that pooped in the dirt that spread the parasite. Yeah. So, um, so I don't take them over there anymore because we have to, I guess there's this whole big treatment you have to do to the dirt. Oh my goodness. To get it to go away. Right. This um, house, man. <laughs> It's been an odyssey. I have to tell you, when when they say the money pit, it makes me feel really lucky for this little house that we've lived in for so long. It has not been a money pit. It has been a great house. And yeah, and you'll be able to charge so much more for rent for rent than you ever paid because you bought it in two thousand eight, yeah. and it's insane to me. That's so cool. It's going to be great, but yeah, this other house has been. Um, this cost has been a money pit a little I'm going to live in your old house. <laughs> Wait in line. Do you know, know right? sister and brother-in-law are going to move over here um, while they look for a house um, and get their kid in our school. They're oh, they're moving? Mm-hmm. Oh. When we move out, I think they're going to move in. And then Teddy, my nephew, can go to this elementary school and they're going to take their time looking for a house in this neighborhood and not just jump into a house. That way they can rent. I mean, we don't care how long they rent this house. Um, stay here forever if they wanted to. But um, but we're not selling it. This is such a great house. We're going to keep it. That's awesome. Never Good. know. Yeah. We may end up back here someday. we we'll find that big house is too big. Too big. Too much yeah. property. Never know. But yeah, I mean, that, that house wasn't touched since the 70s or something you said. So I think that a lot of your problems probably comes from that, huh? Yeah, 1970 was the last time they did any real work to the house. I think they added the pool in 1980, um, mm-hmm. and that's it. So we inherited a lot of um, maintenance issues, a lot of maintenance issues. And there were coyotes living in the backyard, which is kind of crazy. L.A.'s coyote problem is crazy. L.A.'s coyote problem is um, is scary, Actually, it's really scary. It's not scary just because they're going after dogs and cats, but they, I mean, I think it's going to take them going after a child to get the city to do anything about it. Mm. And it really shouldn't get to that point. They are everywhere. They are in broad daylight Mm -hmm. and they are particularly bad in the neighborhood where we bought our new house. Oh, Um, really, really bad over there. Um, I don't think we've ever had problems because I I speculate this is, again, nothing that I have any scientific proof or fact to, to back. But I bet you my big dog's pee smells very different than my little dog's pee. Mm. And I think when a coyote comes sniffing around and they smell big dog pee, they just stay out of my yard. They're like, that's oh. the dog from the sandlot. I know, right? And then there's two of them. So <laughs> here comes Bert. My back is frozen. Your back is frozen? What are you doing? I was just telling you, are you still podcasting? Yeah, I'm almost oh. done. You're going to have to zhuzh it out. Just got a shower. <laughs> this belly. 
yeah, my back was sitting on this chair. We did a podcast. I had meetings. I was sitting in that chair. My back fucking literally, it's a shooting pain going straight up my back. That's not very fun. And, and I'm just not in the power to try it. So I'm trying to loosen it up. I'm going to go lay down in the bed. Yo, Bert, go in the sauna. I just showered. I wish I had fucking thought of that before. I might go first thing in the morning. It might feel better, though, even though you just showered. I don't know. Get that inflammation down. No, it, might, it might loosen up my back. It probably would. I don't need to break a sweat. I just need to get warm. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. Thanks, Austin. Good call, Austin. No. Every once in a while, I'm like, man, I should text them and ask them if I can use their sauna. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what we're going to do with it when we move. We don't have anywhere to put it. Yeah, I uh, I used to go at the gym, but yeah, the gym hasn't been an option. At uh, they were taking money still from us for a while. There was like a lawsuit for twenty four hour fitness because people were like, "Why are you taking fifty bucks a month from us?" Right, can't go. Stupid. That's really criminal. Seems very criminal. Twenty four hour fitness. All right. Well, let's wrap this evening up so you can get to your lovely fiance, fiance, and I can get to my sometimes lovely teenagers. <laughs> my teenagers are lovely, actually. Everything that's going on with Isla is completely normal. Even if there weren't a pandemic, the stuff we've been parenting this week, totally normal. But it's still exhausting and it's still troublesome. And you still kind of wish they didn't have to go through it, but know that they do. Mm. because it's what every teenager goes through, you know, just feeling low down about who they are. So it's par for the course. Well, Halston, I say this all the time, but thank you for being patient with us. We are so crazy in this house and things shift and change so Quickly and without notice, it is not without notice how patient you are and how pliable and willing to work. And I appreciate it. And I know Bert does too. Thank you very much. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, my job is to make your guys' life easier. That's why I'm here. That's why I came to Bert and said, hey, I want to help you. Like you you guys wow. need help to with your podcast and stuff. And I live across the street, so you can call me whenever. <laughs> it's part of the deal, man. Well, job well done. <laughs> Thank you very job well much. Done. And it was nice to see Brooklyn. I haven't seen her in so long. She's so sweet. Yeah, she asks about you guys all the time. And it's good that yeah, you guys got to see each other again. It was really nice. Please tell her how much I enjoyed seeing her. She's oh, a sweet, sweet girl. She's the best. She is. You got lucky. So did she. But but I think you may be luckier than she <laughs> my ring. Oh. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it, right? Yeah, do you want to see did, the little he box? Did, he did. Yes, I do. This little box I opened, and it says, will you marry me? I can't see that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's so great. Will you marry me? Oh, how sweet. I'm the luckiest person in the world. You are really lucky. And so I'm the luckiest person in the world. You know, it's one of the best things ever being married. It's really fun. You know, Bert's not always easy to be married to, but the big picture is it's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Good. I'm I'm happy to hear that. You know, not always not everyone talks about their spouses like that, you know. 
It's true. You know, we we say this all the time. We're so lucky because, you know, we have these four couples, the campers, mm-hmm. and all four of us are are genuinely happily married. Like we look down the road to the future. All the kids are in college. We don't see anybody splitting up. We don't see anybody doing anything but improving, you know. We just we just are really lucky. And there are several people in our neighborhood we feel the same way that they'll just they'll always be together and they're genuinely happy. It's really nice to spend your time with other couples who are also genuinely happy in their marriage. Um I grew up with my dad a lot of my dad was like the only divorced person in his group of friends. They were all married, still married, same spouses, very happy. And uh, I think it's just great. It's not without a lot of work and dedication and understanding and patience and um, kindness. But what else are you going to do? You know, just be nasty and be right and righteous and want your own way. That's, that doesn't grow you at all. I've been so grateful, especially during the pandemic. I mean, either this brings you closer or it tears you apart being stuck with each other inside for an entire year. That's, that's kind of a feat in itself. Like not, not everyone has to do that ever or has ever done it. I mean, even people who have been married for 20 years are probably having a hard time too, you know? So it just makes me really grateful to realize that oh i have the right one that's for sure (laughs) it is the true litmus test right yeah are you compatible with your spouse here's a pandemic we never (laughs) tell me (laughs) we've never really like sounds weird to say but we never really fought like that's great we just talk if there's something that we need to talk about we talk about it you know what i mean Mm communication is the key that's what my mama always told me that's true I can't say that much for my house. I've had one or two fights with my husband, <laughs> but we might both be a little more fiery than the two of you. I might yeah. be a little fiery and he might be a little dramatic. Yes. So the two of those together can lead to some arguments, but we're always respectful. We don't ever call names. Bert used to not curse when we argued, but that he started, started cursing now. He doesn't curse at me, but he curses when we're arguing a lot. I don't really like that, but I feel like if you're arguing, you should remain calm, you know, and he gets worked up. Mm. That's all post travel channel, post partum carry. Anytime anytime that stress kicks in, it immediately goes to fight or flight. Mm. Yes, that's right. This is a post postpartum uh, method of arguing that I've just kind of been like, well, He's not calling me a name. He's just going, this fucking, it makes me so fucking mad. And then I go, well, I mean, okay. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, I don't know. This has been a litmus test. And I've been, again, super impressed with the campers. All our families have just done just fine. Hey, listen, it's not like Kathy doesn't call me and go, I need Stephen to leave for a day. I have been with him seven days a week for nine months now, and I would like for him to go somewhere else. I think on her birthday, <laughs> we were like last June, we were like, what do you want for your birthday? She said, to be alone in my house for the full day. That's what I would like. 
just to be alone in my house for the full day because that's what she was used to. You know, Stephen went to work, kids went to school and she was home alone in her house all day. And so that's what she wanted for her birthday. And we were like, well, we can't really give you that. It's a pandemic, (laughs) but we can take you out of your house for one full day, which is what we did. We took her out of her house and it, you know, it was enough of a break. But other than that, I don't think any of our couple friends have argued. We've just kind of said, let's hunker down, get through it. I really have enjoyed getting to know your friends through the last three years. I mean, you really have some special friends and like when I see them, they feel like my friends too now, you know? Um, Yeah, they're just so they're such great people. And they're so warm and and loving. And, you know, they're not some hoity toity, like, nose stuck in the air type people. They're, they're like, really genuine, awesome people. Thank you. I can't tolerate nose stuck in the air. Fakey make believe people. I just don't have any patience for it. I only have patience for people who are authentic and not everybody's perfectly authentic, but as authentic as that person can possibly be, that's what I'm into. And I definitely have found several women and men um, that are very authentic people, uh, uh, warts and all. And I love them for all of it. You know, some are more warty than others. But I love that, too. You know, it makes it interesting. It makes it interesting sometime to have. Also, you know, I think something that gets lost nowadays is that I think some people feel like they have to be in complete alignment with the people that they hang out with. And I just don't agree with that. I think how boring is that? What if you agreed on everything with your best friend? Where would you learn? Like, where would you learn something? One of the, one of my favorite things about Sandy is that we, she says, Hey, let's go, let's, let's go to Vietnam. And I go, yeah. And then this year I got to say to her, Hey, you want to go to Montana? We, we uh, won this um, trip to Montana in a silent auction and Bert can't go. So he said, why don't you take Sandy and her girls? And they just have a, you know, six girl trip to Montana. And she's like, yeah, but some of my other friends, I would ask that and it would not be a, yeah, it would be, a, mm, I'm not sure. I don't know if I can do that. And it's a long time to be gone, but in, you know, Sandy's always eating food that I would never eat. I mean, obviously she's Chinese. And so she has a much uh, bigger understanding of Asian food in general, not to mention Chinese food than I ever would have uh, just growing up in Georgia. I never even had Chinese food till I was like 30. Um, so she's introduced me to this, all this food that I never would have tried because I wouldn't have known like what it was or even have been exposed to a restaurant that would have the menu. Like she, we ate this stuff in Vietnam that was like a catfish stew that you can't even buy here. Uh, I don't even know where you would buy it or what restaurant you would go to, to buy this dish. Um, I value that so much about her friendship and that she is just, always game for whatever's going on. She's game. If I'm angry, she's game to be angry with me. If I'm forgiving, she'll forgive with me. If I'm happy, she's happy with me. If I'm sad, she's sad with me. Kathy, I call Kathy and she always has a different opinion than I do. And it always makes me think about my own opinion. And she's never afraid to say, "Hmm, I don't agree with that. And this is why. 
And I appreciate that so much. And Lynn, man, she is just mad. What you see is what you get. If she don't like it, she don't let you know. Nope, I'm not doing that. I can't make that time. Nope, I don't, I don't want to do that. And then you go, well, that's great. I'd rather do that than have someone say, yes, I'll go and be miserable. I'm sorry. My dog has cornered my cat. Hold on one second. <laughs> They're playing, but I don't think the cat feels like playing. Oh, no! Hey, oh, there goes the light again. Thank you guys for watching and listening. I know, right? I read your comments and I love them. And I get your messages and I love them. So thank you very much. This is me carrying the show. I feel like I've never had to done it. I've never had to do this before. So this is a new experience for me. Sorry. I think the key is to just keep talking, even though you might not know what to say. You just kind of keep talking. You just keep going. So I um I will just say yes, thank you for all the love that you guys have given me over the years. It means a lot to me. And Leanne's still not back. Damn it, I thought I bought myself enough time. I'm snacking on some sweet potato fries that my fiance made and a turkey burger. I saved him. Ooh, let me get mine. Hi, Mr. Bad. Do you say hi to everybody? This is Mr. Bad, or his name is Gus. Oh, meow, meow. Look this is Zeta. Gus, Gus. Hi, Zeta. Oh, Mr. Bad. He's not happy in here because he's not allowed in here because Bert is allergic to cats. But I have saved him from being stalked by dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we should wrap it up. It's been a long podcast. And now it's rambling into me keeping dogs from chasing cats. And oh, I rambled while you were gone. I was like, I think I'm carrying the show right now. And I'm there you go. Nice. I'm the star. Talk, talk, talk. <laughs> right. Well, thank you, Halston. I'm sorry you had to eat dinner like that. Why didn't you just tell me you wanted to eat dinner first? I could have done it later. Um, no, I was on the bike and I was exercising and I just, I just didn't want to eat at the time. So. Okay. Well, I figured I'd pick at something while we did this. You can always tell me, you know, can of I have half no. an hour to eat? I would have been happy to say, yeah. No, no, of course. No, I'd rather have started earlier because I got to get this edited and uploaded. I know. Sorry. No, it's okay. I didn't, I didn't have earlier. I no, know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were all booked up with Birdcast too yeah. since like 10 in the morning. Yeah. It's a busy wow. day. It's been a long day too. Has. All Enjoy right. Enjoy your night. Enjoy your night. I'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. I think that we should.